What's up, everybody? The Cold Mountain here, just checking in on the second week of October. Uh, yeah, man, it has been a busy week. I just wanted to catch you up before we get the next guest in here. I'm working on a couple people that I think would be really cool, but this week it's just going to be me, possibly another guest. I had I had someone lined up and then they dropped off, so I'm not quite sure if they'll uh, have any time this week, but if we can, I'm definitely going to get someone in here. Um, the next couple weeks I do have people, so be on the lookout for that. Yeah, man, it's been a good week. Uh, I've been out on the road this week, actually. Actually, I've been doing a couple different things, but I just got back yesterday from a uh, tour with my buddy Jackson Mickelson. We did a three-day run opening up for Gary Allen, which was really cool. I mean, I wasn't sure what to expect. I really liked Gary Allen's music from way back when I was younger and uh, hadn't heard too much from him in a while, so... Sometimes you just don't know what you're going into uh, with the tours and how people are going to react and where you're going to play. And I actually really enjoyed this run. We kind of did a Midwest little run of shows starting in Salina, Kansas. We went up to, I think it was uh, Bismarck, North Dakota, as well as Omaha, Nebraska, which really did surprise me. Um Really cool fans out there. They were just really energetic, really excited, really eager to learn about Jackson Mickelson, Mickelson's new songs. I can't talk today. My friend Jackson Mickelson's new songs. He has a new single out right now called Stay Over. It's available now on all the streaming platforms. And it's actually been a really cool song to play and see kind of the growth of that song. More from just a, a, a demo to... The finished product that's out right now. So if you haven't checked it out, definitely go check it out. I mean, it's it's one of my faves that he's done. But anyways, yeah, I, I kind of got the call a few weeks ago to go out on this run and play bass. We're going to do this as a power trio, which is always kind of fun. You know, <laughs> I always joke, and if you've seen me live play in my project, The Cold Mountain, I always like playing as a trio. Sometimes I'll do four. But uh, one of my favorite things to do is to play as a trio. My favorite band, I'd probably say, like, growing up in the 90s was Green Day, and I always loved that three guys, three kids could just get together, play drums, bass, guitar, and sing. It just sounds so huge. Because I remember seeing them live and thinking, man, how do they get such a huge sound for only three guys? And the songs are interesting, so I kind of... Always, I always love when we get to play as a trio in any project and with Jackson or, or as my Cold Mountain project or, I mean, anything. Sometimes we've uh, done it with uh, my friend John Gurney. I don't know. There's something special about a trio, you know. It's so stripped down, but it still has some parts in there, and you could really, you really have to feed off each other because it's not, there's, you can't really rely on a whole bunch of people and, it's cool. It's cool. I mean, you know, nowadays we're using tracks as well, and that's a really cool element to add to it. But secretly, I will say, <laughs> my favorite is when we get to just play just, you know, a guitar or bass and drums, which we got to do on this tour. It just kind of frees you up. And my buddy Jackson's really good at revving up the crowd and going out there and connecting with people, which is so important. And the shows themselves were really cool. When you do that kind of stuff, you really connect in a unique way because you can kind of just have fun 
with the folks. I remember Jack said that one of the shows he saw a guy eating popcorn or something. And he's like, "Oh yeah, hey man, are you gonna are you gonna share?" And people are always like, "Oh yeah, sure." And it just it brings people in. I, I love that kind of stuff. The connecting with the people, you know. So there's not this disconnect. Something about that kind of like showmanship is always fun, and it makes it unique to each each show. One minute he's talking to one guy about you know, eating popcorn, and the next show he could be he twirling the security guard. She was uh, up center, and then he he was <laughs> made her do a twirl right in the middle of the show, and the people went nuts. It's just, just cool stuff like that that just makes it so unique. But yeah, really cool spots. I had never been to some of these spots. Salina, I wasn't sure how to say it. I kept saying Selena, but I didn't ever say it in front of anyone. I kind of waited till someone said, oh yeah, Salina. I'll let other people take the fall for that one. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, we, we showed up there. It was really cool uh, uh, menu out there in Salina. Uh, Tony, I think it was the Tony's Pizza Event Center. Yeah, I think that's what it was. And uh, everyone was super kind, super really cool. And that was the first show. And you never know what you're going to get into. And, you know, I was just really glad that everyone was so cool. Because, you know, some production and some people can get kind of crazy or get really fussy or they don't want you to do certain things. And, and, and even artists, unfortunately, they're not always the nicest people to get along with. And you never know what you're going to get into. And I've I unfortunately had some of those encounters before. And as with a lot of us working musicians that are coming up and possibly playing with someone, we <laughs> sometimes run across someone that's just a little, you know, crazy or, you know, maybe I guess they just have a little bit of an ego and, you know, I guess they feel like they worked their way up. And But we didn't have anything anything like that on this whole run, which was really cool. And the show seemed like it was so well put together and managed. Uh, but the girl in charge, I'm totally blanking her name, but uh, she did a great job putting it together. And I really liked the package that was a it was a fun show these arena and these are these were arena shows but they're like small arenas where you would see like trip i don't know what the equivalent for hockey is like the lower leagues or college leagues or whatever they are arenas but it's like the bottom half of an arena and compressed down a little bit a little bit so it's it's uh it's really intimate it's weird it's like a big show but they're but they're intimate so you kind of just, you, I didn't know what I was going to get. You kind of like are right on top of people, which is kind of cool when you get to connect with people so close. So I know when we got there, we showed up and they kind of had the crew ready for us. And, you know, the crew sometimes can be weird. And this crew for Gary Allen was just absolutely awesome. Everyone was super cool. Uh, they are, were actually doing the sound for Gary Allen. And uh, one of the guys was, able to jump on the on the front of house for us and do the sound and did an awesome job got our in-ears all set up and uh the show just went seamlessly it's it's always nice when you have a low pressure situation and everyone's just kind of laid back and cool and just we're here for the music we're here to entertain people and make people feel good and by the end of the show we were taking a couple couple uh pictures with people and connecting with people out on the uh in the concourse i guess you would call it uh the front area we set up a little merch table and jackson was able to meet with people 
and and just connect. You know, there's something <laughs> that it's just so special about that when an artist gets to come out and hang with the people, take photos and sign autographs and I mean even myself and Michael, our drummer, we we get wrangled in to take some photos and and sign some autographs as well. It's just good people, man. There's something about this run. Everyone was just so so kind and so awesome and passionate about country music. I, that's that's one thing I, I really notice about the. It's just all out, just a really good, fun experience. Then the next couple nights, you know, sometimes you think, I don't know, is the next couple nights not going to be good? Man, the nights just got better. We uh, we finished that show that night and hung out with the crew and uh, ate some food and hung out at a little restaurant after. Then we went out to uh, just kind of hang out with the people. I love that. I love that kind of stuff. Watch the end of uh, uh, the Seahawks game. I know Jackson's a big Seahawks fan, which is really cool. And yeah, and that was it for the first night, and then we headed out to Omaha, and I, was, uh, I wasn't sure what to think about Omaha, because I had never really, I think I've passed through there on tour, but I've never really uh, actually spent a lot of time there. I've heard Peyton Manning say it in his uh, calls when he's uh, about to hike the ball. <laughs> That's about my extent of Omaha, but uh, we drove in. It was a nice drive, you know, three three hours, four hours, and... Uh, yeah, we went right to a cool restaurant uh, called Mula, which I guess was short for Mulita, which I had to try one of those. And if you know anything about Sacramento, you know Chando's Tacos. And they're known for their tacos, but one of their uh, secret weapons when it comes to food is the Mulita. And that Mulita is amazing. So they had them there in Omaha. So I, had, of course, had to get them to, uh, to compare I know that Jackson and Michael each got elote, which is a uh, corn, corn with all kinds of stuff on it, and they loved it. I guess, uh, I guess we picked the right spot. I I was surprised at how good the food was there in Omaha, and the little downtown area, a little uh, strip that we were by, it just looked really cool. It had a lot of cool shops and different kinds of uh, stuff and food. <laughs> I always got to check out the food when it when you're going on tour. You just you have to. I mean, how can you not? You you got to have the best thing that you can find. So Mula, I definitely suggested it in uh, Omaha, Nebraska. And yeah, we went straight to the venue right after that, all full and ready to go. And same thing. Everyone was super cool. Great crew. Uh, the arena was really nice. This looked like a newer arena. I think it was called the Baxter Arena. Uh, looks like they had a uh, men's hockey team or just a couple different teams, volleyball, um, right there in, in Omaha, and it was really cool. Uh, we had our own little dressing room. It looked like a, I think it was the volleyball locker room, but it had its all, all own setup, and uh, they had waters and all that stuff, good stuff for us, and uh, private bathrooms. That's always nice when you get to, and literally, like, as the door opens, you go straight to the stage, so it's just an easy shot right right in so we set up there same thing and it's nice you know with modern technology that all our inners and front of house is already set it's been saved on a little hard drive or a or a disc and we just go up there set up our stuff he recalls it and we just do a little check maybe just a, a couple things because 
each building obviously has their own acoustic issues and some are bigger, some are smaller. So we just suggest a couple things and we were off and good to go. And <laughs> it's nice when they have that kind of peace of mind, you can relax before the show, really get prepared in that mental state, especially that show. That was, that one felt a lot bigger than the other ones as far as like arena size and yeah, it was it was really fun. That one was really fun. You just some all the shows were good, but that show to me in particular was just when everyone's just locked in and you just have a blast. I love that kind of stuff. You know, you're just having fun playing off each other and uh yeah, you you start connecting with the crew too. You get closer and you know, you're hanging out and we actually had a talk with one of the guys and we talked about how you know, how cool they were and you know, they they basically said, you know, we were there at at one point and we had to work our way up and one thing that uh one of the guys said he says something to the effect of you know be cool to those people at the bottom when you're on top because you'll see them on the way down and that that's uh something to that effect but that's so true i mean you don't want to be a jerk to someone and then when you're calling you're falling out of favor and that person's going up and could potentially help you you were a jerk to them like that's not going to bode well for you in the in the future if everyone just thinks you're a jerk so my personal two cents on that is i totally agree i don't think you should be <laughs> too much of an an ass to people and don't you know because they're working hard they have a dream too just like you so always be kind always be kind please so yeah great show there in, in omaha we packed it up and then we had a long drive the next day. Man, that was a that was a big one. It was a uh, eight and a half hour drive, which ended up I think probably being about nine and a half. It's all the way to uh, Bismarck, North Dakota. I don't know. That's a <laughs> that's a little bit of a drive. I, I'm used to it, and I'm not going to complain because uh, about a month ago I did the 32 hour drive from Sacramento to Nashville in my truck by myself solo. So I'm not going to complain about the eight hour drive. Uh, it was cool. We passed through Fargo. I don't know why I keep thinking of the the movie and the, I think there's a show now, but uh, that was cool. Stopping, got something to eat there and then kept going. And man, it was, I think it was a little bit longer than anticipated because we showed up <laughs> right before, I think 10 minutes before doors op- opened. And, but the cool thing was, is that, we can set up in like five minutes because the everything's already already set. So we just did a quick line check, check our ears. Everything was good to go. We were able to go right on time. I love that. I love that stuff. Modern technology. Bismarck was really cool because the way it, that one wasn't so much an arena. It was an event center, but the, the way that it's like a theater, it goes up kind of high on the, the seats going in, in the back and it, but it feels like it's very forward, so you feel like they're really close. And if you go to Jackson's page on Instagram, you can kind of see how it's set up. A lot of great people there. That one, I will say, I felt like the people were really, really excited and genuine, genuinely happy to to see to see us play. It's just, I think to myself, like, man, we're all the way up up here. I don't think I passed through. I've been up to Canada, but I've never been up through. Uh, North Dakota before. I don't believe I have, but maybe I have, but, uh, it, it's up there, but everyone was just so cool, man. 
had nothing but kind people taking care of us. Cool little setup in the back. Uh, easy to get to with the stays. Again, crew always, always good. <laughs> Man, that's just a, that was a fun night. And it was uh, the last night before uh, Jackson was going to go on his radio tour, which he started today in Chicago for that new single. I really uh, excited for him and hope everything uh, keeps working out. I love playing with that guy. And uh, yeah, fun trip, I will say. I will say the highlight for Food Wise was Moolah. The best show for me, fans-wise, was... See, there's always something about each show. Like, I'm not even going to say. They were all good. Everything had something to offer. And just excited to be able to go there. And, uh, yeah, now I'm back in Nashville and getting ready to go out to Whiskey Jam tonight. I know Warner Chapel is doing a show. Oh, actually, before I go before I go on, I want to give a shout-out. I'm going to put this on YouTube, so you might see this in a video, is... Uh, they actually gave us a mini cornhole game. Let me let me pull it up here. It's a little mini Bismarck event center, a little uh, mini uh, cornhole game. We got the little bean bags right here. It's pretty pretty neat, I will say. So we can uh, we can do it. We can uh, have a little fun on the go. I love that. Cool little gifts like that. I never would have thought something. Could be so cool and portable. We could just take this in our bags and have a little game set up and have some fun. So like I said, I'm back in Nashville. I was only able to get here uh, for like a day. Actually, not even a day. I think I was here for like six hours and then I had to leave for that tour. And uh, I was back home. I had a couple things to do because uh, like I've told you, this podcast is about my other appetite. I do a couple other things and I had a, a photo shoot with my buddy Mike Johnston again. We did uh, Camp Number 97, I believe. So Camp 97, man, <laughs> 97 camps. Uh, he's almost at that 100 mark, uh, drum camps, and he does them every year, and this is the second to last one, I think. So uh, it was just excited to get back and be around the uh, cool vibes. It's always good to see some of the same people and this one was a unique one because I think it was the teacher's camp. So you got a lot of people that are lining up to really better their understanding of how to teach and different ways to connect with their students. And Mike, like I've said, if you haven't checked him out, mikeslessons.com, he does a great job at uh, uh, showing you how to play drums. I feel like he's one of those guys where you can not know drums, but you could probably understand it after he explains it to you. YouTube, check him out. He's also got free videos on there. But uh, yeah, it was cool. It was cool to go take shots, and I was excited to get back. There's a hallway we get to take. And if you go to my uh, photo photography Instagram, JM Photo Guy uh, on Instagram, you can uh, you can find out and see what uh, all I'm doing photography wise. But uh, yeah, that was <laughs> we were back. See, normally we always take photos in the uh, garage, which is cool. And it's, you can't really get a bad shot in the garage because we have it locked down so good. So you have a lot of cool textures that it's kind of like with the concretes and in, in the road, it just looks cool. So we usually do them there, but we've been luckily being able to do a couple of the shoots in a, a little hallway there in Folsom, California. It's got a little arcade in the back and it's kind of just a hodgepodge of little shops. There's a barber. A uh, really cool coffee shop called Bravo. 
And I love it because I set up right there and I got the coffee shop right there so I can show up to the hallway, just pop into the coffee shop, ask. And, and this shop goes above and beyond. It's not just like we just pour the coffee out of something. Like they make it. Uh, it takes a little time. They put a little care in it. So bravo, coffee. I really want to give you a shout out because you woke me up that day. And I needed it because I was going to be flying out later to do that, the shows with Jackson. But uh, really cool hallway. So check it out on my uh, Instagram and you can kind of see the the cool vibe that that place has. Uh, man, one more camp I think is left after uh, after this uh, one goes up. I think it's the... I think it might be an intermediate camp, but uh, yeah, excited to be back. I did also come back to play a, a couple shows with my cover band, The Wiz Kid. You can check them out. Check them out. You can check us out. Yeah, I mean, you can check them out, which I am. Okay, I'm not going to. I don't know what I'm doing, <laughs> saying. But you can check us out on thewizkid.net. You can see where we're playing. We played at, where did we play, actually? Shoot, I'm totally blanking. <laughs> I play so many shows sometimes, and I uh, I sometimes just blank because <laughs> you know you travel so much, and then you you uh, you just kind of forget. Oh, Twin Pine Casino, that's right, little casino up in Middletown, uh, California. It was it was a good show, actually. You know, I was surprised. Some of these casinos, you just never know what you're gonna get. Uh, some casinos are set up really nice, and they have everything for you. And some are just like a really basic stage and you have to bring your own sound. And this time I think the shows went really well and good, good people up there too. Always been an easy, easy play, but I think, uh, I think we might do a couple more there. We had been stopping for a while, but it was good. It was good. We had a fun time. It's always good to get back with the guys and, uh, art, the guitar player who plays with me most of the time. Uh, we always room together, so that's always fun to connect and kind of like talk music and get get reacquainted with what's going on and, and bullshit and all that kinds of stuff. <laughs> always a good time. See Brady and Adam, Lee and Luis, those guys. It's it's funny, you know. You may not see these guys for a while, but then you get together and then you just lock right in. I love that. You can just you can just lock. You I've played with most of these guys for about 10, 11 years now. And there's just something about a musical chemistry when you're just, you just got it. You just together, you just have it. You could play with some amazing musicians and virtuoso guitar players, drummers, bass players. But if they just don't know how to lock and play together, man, it's just not the same. These guys, we know how to play together and can read each other and, and, and get locked. It's just a, it's always a fun time fun time even through all the ups and downs of you know some of these shows being not the best sometimes in in a cover band sometimes you don't know what you're gonna especially when you're doing a private event or like a uh or i guess a public event that you know maybe someone's throwing or wants to do something different hire a band sometimes you just don't know what you're gonna walk into some of the funnest funniest moments are when they're like oh we got a stage and everything we empower I think there's a meme about it where you show up and then the stage is like a ply plywood piece of wood, like a, like a sheet of plywood on top of like bark or grass or something like that. I've had people like say, Oh yeah, just set up in the grass. It's like, Oh yeah. Let me just put this amp in wet grass. 
Yeah, sure. Let me do that. <laughs> but uh, I guess that goes along with some of the some of the stuff uh, that you play in a cover band. So many stories you could play, but some of those weird ones sometimes, often, become some of the best shows ever. Just because I think you, maybe it's just a unique situation where everyone really appreciates it, or uh, they just love the music or or whatnot. So. The cool thing about a cover band, we've played some unique spots, you know, anywhere from a winery to uh, <laughs> someone's house, house party. I mean, we've done all kinds of stuff, private parties, holiday parties for companies, obviously casinos and some venues, and you, you just get to play a hodgepodge of stuff. So it's, a, it's an interesting endeavor. But yeah, good times going back. Good to see my dog, Waffles. Uh, she's good as ever. Uh, just as I say, stinking up the place, but it, I can't help it. She's a, she's a big baby. I love, I love having her around, but family is good. Um, oh yeah. So <laughs> part of like coming out to her in Nashville, I'm trying to like get rid of stuff and you know how annoying it is that sometimes like you have to sell stuff on Craigslist or reverb or even Facebook Marketplace. Man, sometimes you get these people that just, they want to lowball you so bad. Like I had, let's say like I had a guitar up and I said $400 for him. Don't try to tell me anything less. I won't take any other offers, like just serious inquiries only. Inevitably, like the first three messages, will you take 200 instead of four? I just said no. No, what part of I said it people just don't read they don't read the caption they just see it and then they just they see the posting and they just say a number they don't care <laughs> it's or like I don't want to split up these uh cabs I want them together will you split up the cat jeez <laughs> man sometimes I just want to go crazy and yell at these people but Sometimes it's a great thing. Sometimes you'll sell something to me. <laughs> There's stuff, stuff, some stuff I've sold on Facebook Marketplace, like instantly put something up. Someone came over, like tried it for a second, and they loved it. And I, life moves on, and I make a little bit of money. But so part of going back this time, I wanted to sell some stuff, and my friend Art, who I just talked about, actually told me about music go round and. Uh, how easy it was to just to get rid of some of the stuff. They took some stuff that has been hard to sell. Uh, so he made, you know, a few hundred dollars. And I was like, oh, I like the sound of that. Because I've had stuff, just some of that stuff just sitting for years. I mean, I'm talking to like <laughs> some for like five years, which I figure if I'm able to move it and sell it, I might as well just go to music around, which, you know, if they make make an offer for less. That's fine. I'll, I'll take it. I just, I'm so tired of dealing with those, uh, Facebook people and <laughs> Craigslist people that try to lowball you. So I actually, uh, took a bunch of stuff. I gathered a old banjitar I had, I, an extra dry minor symbol, um, a couple other pedals and stuff like that. And went in there, some PA speakers and, uh, just said, Hey guys, I, I have all this stuff. Um, what can I, uh, what can I get for it? So they kind of went through everything, kind of checked it out and make sure it was working. And yeah, um, I think in the end I, uh, had a decent amount of money and 
something caught my eye, of course, there, because, you know, they, they resell the stuff, and I've been looking for a nice Fender bass uh, for a while, and I saw one, this one caught my eye, which I'm going to pull up right now, so if you're on YouTube, you might see it. It's a uh, Fender Jazz, Fender Jazz bass. I ended up uh, making about 700 bucks on the uh, transaction of selling stuff, a little bit more than that, but I kept some for credit. And literally just said, I want that bass right there. So I literally just grabbed it and we did the transaction. Now I have a Fender bass. And here it is. And the, the best thing about this is that uh, there's EMG pickups in it. And uh, I got to give them a shout out because uh, I've been using their stuff for a while. Just a shout out to Tommy. And it seemed like it was fate because the EMGs were already in it. <laughs> so I don't even have to put anything in it. I uh, plugged it in today, finally played around with it. And I guess I wasn't sure at first because I kind of played for it really briefly back home. And I was like, oh, it's a little it's a little bright. But now I just put it into an actual bass amp and, yeah, and not like a PA speaker. <laughs> and I uh, have to correct myself. It It is actually pretty, pretty fat on the low end. So... Definitely very happy on that. You can hear it. So shout out to Music Around. Man, that just made everything so easy to be able to just go in there, grab what I uh, wanted, and get rid of like tons of just old music stuff I wasn't using. And, and I still have credit left over, so I'm excited to go back there and see what I can uh, find with the rest of the stuff I got to sell because I definitely still have more. Because over the years, you kind of just accumulate all kinds of stuff. And you're like, <laughs> I guess you kind of do what I did. You just keep buying stuff and then stuff sits. But I'm just trying to get the tools that I need to uh, really you know, enhance what I do. And I've been using the bases, bases uh, a lot more lately, filling in with people. And I just wanted to have a nice, solid Fender. You got to have a Fender bass, right? I mean, you can't not have a Fender bass. I think it's, I have a little Mustang, and that's got a different sound, but I wanted a nice, just solid Fender bass, and this one was cool. It's an American uh, jazz bass, Highway 1, which I think, if I understand correctly, it's made, the parts are made in America, but assembled in the Mexican factory. So it's kind of like a mix of both, which is funny, because I have a Gretsch New Classic, which is, you know, one of their high-end drum kits. Same kind of thing. American-made stuff, but assembled overseas. <laughs> I guess that's my way of saving a little bit of money, you know, so I don't have to pay the, the top dollar, but I can still have the really nice stuff. But, uh, yeah, that's been my week lately, uh, the last week and a half, traveling all over, flying back to SAC, doing all that stuff, and then flying back to do those shows at Jackson. And, yeah, we parted ways yesterday, and, I wish them good luck on the radio tour to promote Stay Over, Michael and uh, Jackson out there. If you hear this and uh, have people in those areas, definitely tell them to check it out. And just go stream the song because it's a great song. I think you're going to love it. Anyways, so this week I'm going to try to get a, a guest in there. But if not, this might be the only podcast just checking in. And uh, let's... Uh, Let's see you guys uh, again. See, see you guys on the YouTube. And uh, so uh, let's uh, talk soon. Cole Mountain signing off from checking in.